So I am recording this after recording the whole of the episode, but this is the first thing you are going to hear, which is why the audio might not be as good. There's no microphone. However, uh, I had it all set out with like what songs I was going to play, magic stories and everything like that. I forgot what the order was, so it might say coming up next is a story and coming up next is a song. That might not be the case. Enjoy anyway. Merry Christmas. Here comes episode 28. Merry Christmas everyone, it is Christmas Day 2020, we made it, uh, it's probably not the Christmas you're all expecting, don't worry I have an action packed podcast for you today, I have two magic stories, one involving Mrs Claus, one involving the Bomb Squad, uh, keep on listening to find out what that's all about, I have music from friends of mine, uh, so that's coming up, I have magic jokes, I've also got dirty jokes, that I'll tell you more about at the end. Enough about that, let's get on with episode 28 of Magic Talks on Christmas Day. Welcome to Magic Talks, hosted by Magic Man London. Magic Talks, Magic Man London. Magic Story of the Week. So we are breaking with tradition. It's Christmas Day, let's do things differently. I'm gonna start off with magic story number one. So magic story number one. Uh, a bit of context before I tell you the story. Otherwise, it just sounds a bit odd. Before I did magic full time, I worked in security. So we had contact, contacts? Contacts in CO19, like the firearms unit, the bomb squad, uh, spooks, everything. And I remember having coffee with the bomb squad one morning because I think we're about to have like a scenario day or something. There's a conversation you didn't expect to ever hear on this podcast. I was having coffee with the bomb squad. Anyway, uh, we were talking about what they do in the morning and they said, oh, we always go out for a run. Okay, fine. I I presume you do to kind of keep fit and everything like that. She went, oh no, you don't understand. We've had t-shirts made for when we go running. I was like, okay. And she went, I'll go and grab you one. So she comes back with a t-shirt. And uh, on the front of the t-shirt, it's like a navy blue sort of thing. It's got War Logistics Corps Bomb Squad. I'm like, cool. Um, I said, what's on the back? <laughs> on the back of it, it's got, if you see me running, run faster. <laughs> so can you imagine the kind of, you're out, walking the dog, whatever, all of a sudden three people run past you, war logistics core on the back, if you see me running, run faster. Um, so I thought, okay, <laughs> where can we go with this? Where can I kind of, my brain in t- turned into, where's the best place I can use this without getting in trouble? And uh, one day I'm going out up into town and I thought, you know what, I'll wear it, why not? Um, I had something else covering and uh, it was fairly late at night and I'm looking at the bus stop and I, you know that moment when you see a bus pulling into the bus stop and you have to run to get there? I suddenly remember what t-shirt I was wearing. Um, it was fairly busy. I remember this and this was, this was years ago um, before all this kind of kicked off and you couldn't wear these sort of t-shirts in public because you'd probably get in trouble. Um, so I'm running towards the bus and I go, hold the bus, and everyone looks, because the bus has pulled up, 
when people are getting in the spectacles, so it's like, hold the bus. So <laughs> I'm running out with a t-shirt that says Royal Logistics Corps, Bomb Squad. I think people are starting to panic. I get on, um, the driver sees it and goes, is everything okay? It's like, yes, it's fine. I had a brief moment where I forgot <laughs> what t-shirt I was wearing. People see me, I stand, I turn around to kind of face the other way on the bus and they read the t-shirt and a woman starts freaking out. And it's like, no, no, don't worry, it's just a t-shirt. I don't actually work for them. Um, so, yeah, if ever you do get your hands on these, which are nigh on impossible now that they don't make them, even they've been told they can't wear them. Um, and for the love of God, because this pops into my head when I was on the phone to my friend yesterday telling her the story, do not try and get these made online. <laughs> You'll get a knock on the door and it won't be the T-shirt. It'll probably be them or the armed police going, we need to have a chat. Um, so that's magic story number one. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, coming up next is a bit of music for you by a friend of mine called Malcolm Rauscher. Uh, and then we have music from Aaron Norton uh, and a couple more. So end of magic story number one. Here comes some music. Go and have some mulled wine, relax, put some music on and I will speak to you in a minute. on over here let's huddle around the makeshift tree let's put the air to rest my dear just you the cat and me a cup of warm out wine vanished conspiracy a cozy open fire let's get all Christmassy dear Santa is gonna be here soon Send my gift to bring you home Oh, you know I'm right here waiting Underneath the mistletoe I wrap a present for our dreams Love tied beneath the bow A heart-shaped box to guide All the reindeers where to go When the gift arrives I've left a space inside Enough for you to hide With sleigh bells you can ride Dear Santa Gonna be here soon Dear Santa, won't you be here soon Oh, you know where you can find me, baby A present for our dreams, love tied beneath the bow A heart-shaped box to guide all the reindeers for the goal When the gift arrives, I've left a space inside Enough for you to hide, with sleigh bells you can ride Dear Santa, won't you be here soon? Dear Santa, won't you be Santa, my gift you can't mistake It's a little larger than most you take It's fragile and return to sender too 
I know they can't be here to stay But just as it is Christmas Day You can take them back from Boxing Day with you You can take them back from Boxing Day It's true Dear Santa, will you be here soon? Dear Santa, will you bring them So, completely forgot to ask at the beginning of this, uh, how is everyone's Christmas Day going? Uh, are you listening to this on Christmas Day? Hope you are, this is what it's designed for. Um, did Santa bring you what you want? Uh, it, there's that lovely moment when you wake up on Christmas Day and you open up your stocking to see what Santa's brought and it brings you back to being a kid again. Um, and this year there was meant to be 11 of us and like, my mum, dad, me, brother and sister and their families and everything, because of the new rules and regulations, we can't. So we'll probably end up Zooming each other, um, which is bizarre, like Zooming on Christmas Day. By the way, if you're listening to this on Christmas Day and you've got Zoom, uh, last time I looked, they were doing free Zoom. Like, there's no time period on it. You can have as many people as you want, I think, over the Christmas period. So you can't see them, but you can kind of see them on camera. Not the same thing, but... It's the closest thing we've got this year. Anyway, enough rambling. Um, as I'm making this up as I go along, it's either gonna be another magic story, depends on the edit, or it's gonna be more Christmas music. But first, but first, I digress. Uh, let's have some Christmas jokes. So I asked people to send Christmas jokes in. Uh, some are clean, some are slightly risky, and some are just plain filthy. Uh, there was also one from Holly Willoughby with something she said on this morning a while ago. I've managed to find the audio clip. I'll probably play that one to close the show. Um, but let's make a start on some of the Christmas jokes. Hang on, let me... There you go, I'll just do a few here. So, Christmas joke number one. These are bad, but they're quite funny at the same time. Where does Santa's reindeer stop for coffee? Starbucks. I told you they were bad. Uh, what's every else favourite type of music? Rap, of course. <laughs> uh, what's the best Christmas... Let's try that one again. What's the absolutely best Christmas present? A broken drum. You can't beat it. But a boom. <laughs> uh, what does Santa's elves learn in school? The alphabet. What's the difference between the Christmas alphabet and the ordinary alphabet? The Christmas alphabet has no L. <laughs> Two more, I promise, and then we'll have a break. What does snowmen eat for breakfast? Ice Krispies. And the last one, before a bit of music. How do the elves clean Santa's sleigh on the day after Christmas? <laughs> this is fitting for this year. They use sanitizer. <laughs> anyway, uh, here comes some music. Oh, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells chime in jingle bell time Dancing and prancing in jingle bell square In the frosty glare Oh, the bright time is the bright time To rock the night away Jingle bell time is a swell time To go gliding in a one-horse sleigh Around the clock, 
Here's another song for you, sung by my wonderful friend Marika Rauscher. It's Santa Baby. So it's time for story number two. Uh, this one involves Mrs. Claus and <laughs> I've edited it slightly to keep it cleaner than it actually was, but I think your brain can fill in the missing gaps. So uh, I was performing magic at a high-end event uh, in London in a really nice venue, like a nice big hotel, uh, with what I thought were polite 
kind of clean-minded people. Turns out, after a few drinks, that is, <laughs> that's not the case. Um, it seems the more kind of posh someone is, the filthier the mind gets. Anyway, this is how this story goes. Sit down, it's magic story time. <laughs> Haven't even been drinking yet, because obviously, as jolly as I sound, uh, this is being recorded on Christmas Eve, because I don't want to get up really early on Christmas Day and record a podcast and edit it all down. Anyway, I digress. So, at this Christmas party, they had Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. Uh, they had fairies. They had snow machines. It was like a winter wonderland. It was meant to be Santa's grotto. Uh, there were elves. There were presents. There was... Imagine Santa's grotto and make it ten times better. This is what this was. They transformed the whole venue. It was fantastic. Anyway... I've been doing magic most of the evening, mix and mingle around the tables and everything like that. And uh, the woman in charge comes up to me and goes, Magic Man, we need you. Like, Is everything all right? She went, yeah, everything's fine. Uh, somebody needs to have a word. Somebody needs to have a word. This doesn't sound good. Never have I been at an event and somebody come up to me, like the organiser, and goes, Magic Man, we need you. Somebody needs to have a word. Somebody wants to have a word. And it's like, okay. I'm thinking, have I done something wrong? Have I said something I shouldn't, have I damaged something without knowing? And uh, we walk up and say, Mrs. Claus would like to have a word with you. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> I, I can go with this. And uh, Santa's sitting next to her, and there's the elf going, Mrs. Claus, Santa, this is Magic Man. And uh, Magic Man, uh, Santa looks at me, and Mr. Claus looks at me and goes, we're very disappointed. And so, why? She went, well, you've been on the good list all evening, but you're close to being on the naughty list. I was like, why? What have I done? And uh, she went, you've shown all these lovely people a magic trick, but you haven't shown us. And I went, but all the nice people have been coming to see you. And I've been kind of keeping other people busy while you're speaking to people. So I said, that must keep me on the nice list. She's like, take a seat. This was, this was back in the day when you could sit on people's knees without worrying about anything. And uh, I was like, whose knee do I sit on? She went, it's your choice. It's like, right, I'm sitting on Mrs. Claus's knee. Why not? Everyone else sits on Santa's. I want to sit on Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Sorry, that was not the time to pause. <laughs> that was not the time to... I'm going to keep that in because it's Christmas Day and why not? <laughs> um... So I sat on Mrs. Claus's knee, uh, did a few tricks. God, this is, sorry, this is sounding really bad now. Please tell me it's not just me that's making... <laughs> oh dear. I should have, it would have sounded worse if I sat on Santa's knee and done a few tricks. Anyway, um, I do the stick trick, I do like card to wallet, I do a few other things. And she goes, would you like to take something out of my stocking? I, I quickly moved on. Like, sorry. She went... Santa's got his big sack. I've got like a little stocking. Would you like to take something out of it? So I reach in and take out a pack of cards. It's like, <laughs> seriously, I've got so many packs of cards, I don't know what to do with them. And uh, I take the pack of cards out and I go, you can have these, I'll sign them for you. So I take them out, sign one. Uh, Dear Mrs. Claus, um, Merry Christmas, love Magic Man. And she goes, oh, let me do a trick. Like, Sorry? She went, let me do a trick on you. Now, 
First thing to remember, as magicians, we can remember lots of information. What object somebody chose, what card they signed, what picture they drew, everything. The second we are asked to remember a card for ourselves, it's one of the hardest things we'll ever do. There is something in our brain that goes, this isn't right, you have to remember a card. Um, she did a card trick on me that I was really impressed with. I think because I was watching it in parts, but at the back of my head, I was repeating my card again and again and again, so I didn't forget it. Because what happens if you're doing a trick for a magician, and at the end they go, so what was your card? And you go, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then I kind of, she did a few more. Turns out she's a magician, um, like does kids magic and stuff like that. So, okay. Um, and then I, I really wasn't expecting this. She went, oh look, I've got a box here. And she went, feel the box. So I felt the box and the box wasn't that heavy. She went, look inside the box. And I looked inside the box and well, there's just, there's a toy rabbit. I was like, okay. She went, I want you to kind of push your magic onto the box. Like I said, my got my magic wand out, tapped the box twice, opened up the box, and the toy rabbit had turned into a real rabbit. And for that brief second, it was like real magic. Um, and it kind of, it was a really odd sensation because I get an amazing feeling from performing magic. But when it's done on you and you just don't see it coming, it's an absolute delight. Uh, I still remember it. I'm still in contact with her. Um, she's still doing Mrs. Claus and stuff like that. Um, but she's now doing other acting jobs as well. So that's Christmas story number two. Then uh, take a quick break, more jokes, a uh, bit more music, and then we will start rounding up. So I hope you enjoyed those two stories. Uh, here comes some music. So I did promise you some more jokes. Here they come, bear with me, there's not that many, I like them. So, how much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Nothing, it was on the house. What goes, oh, oh, oh. It's Santa walking backwards. These, these are awful, aren't they? But I quite like them. Um, what do you get if you cross Santa with a duck? A Christmas quacker. Now, uh, why did Santa Claus get a parking ticket on Christmas Eve? He left his sleigh in a snow parking zone. What did the stamp say to the Christmas card? Stick with me and we'll go places. <laughs> and then the last one, I think this is one of my favourites. Um, 
What should you give your parents at Christmas? A list of what you want. <laughs> there we go, that's the end of the jokes. Uh, here comes some more music or whatever I'm editing next. Enjoy. French are glad to die for love. Rejoice in fighting jewels. But I prefer a man who lives and gives expensive jewels. A kiss on the hand may be quite continental, but diamonds are girls' best friends. Maybe grand, but won't pay the rent along your humble flat or help you at the automat. Men grow cold as girls grow old, and loans are just in the air. But square cut or pear shaped, these rocks don't lose their shape. Diamonds are girls. Frosty the snowman was jolly happy so We 
in a corn cob pipe and a budding nose and two eyes made out of gold. Frosty the snowman was a fairy tale, they say. He was made of snow, but the children say how he came to the life of day. There must have been some magic in that old silk had they found. When they put it on his head, he began to dance around. Frosty the snowman was alive as he could be. And children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. So that ends episode 28 of Magic Talks, the Christmas episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you like the songs. I will put the Instagram handles of all the people that sang those lovely songs for you. Um, if you wanted to hear the dirty jokes, they are coming up after kind of the end credits. So I'll do the magic talks jingle and then there'll be the dirty jokes warning they are not suitable for kids. So if you don't want to listen to those or you don't want to listen to them at all, once I finish here and you hear magic talks, Magic Man London, stop it there. Um, I'll do a little thing in between that as well, just in case you're not quick enough on the button. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Merry Christmas. Look after yourselves. Happy New Year. Uh, and I will see you all in 2021 for episode 29 of Magic Talks. Merry Christmas. Take care. Bye. Magic Talks. Magic Man London. I, do, I know it's a really mad thing to say, but I don't think I realised that turkeys had testicles. Okay. Or yeah. where they put them oh. at Christmas when you get your where turkey. Where they put them at Christmas? <laughs> where does a turkey put its testicles at Christmas? <laughs> it sounds like a joke. <laughs> What's the punchline? It's Santa's sack. <laughs> <laughs> so, this comes with a warning now. Now, for most people, um, they don't know this, so I'm going to tell you this for the first time. A while ago, I had an idea for like a TV show or a podcast called Magic After Dark. It's stuff that you can't say during the day. So this comes with a warning, this next section. Uh, these are dirty jokes that I've been sent or found or collected over the years. Um, they are not suitable for children. So if you've got children in the room, stop the podcast here uh, and play it later or put your headphones in. Um, welcome to the first and probably last ever episode of Magic After Dark, here come the dirty jokes. So, why is Santa so damn jolly? Because he knows where all the naughty girls live. <laughs> What's the difference between Tiger Woods and Santa? Santa was smart enough to stop at three hoes. I remember lying in bed as a kid waiting for Santa to come. Then there was that awkward silence as he got dressed and left. What's the most disappointing thing for a man on Christmas morning? When he gets a sweater, but he's hoping for a screamer or a moaner. <laughs> I'm not even sorry. How does Santa stay STD free? He always wraps his package before shoving it down the chimney. <laughs> I think these might make the edit. Um, what does the Grinch do with a baseball bat? He hits a gnome and runs. And the last one, uh, this isn't mine. None of them are actually. As I was paying the cashier for my Christmas tree, he asked, are you going to put that up yourself? 
I said, no, I'm putting it up in the living room. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed those. Um, that is the end of the Christmas podcast, both Magic Talks and Magic After Dark. Hope you enjoyed it. Look after yourselves. Um, I will also do another ending before this one for the people that don't want to listen to the dirty stuff. Uh, look after yourselves, stay safe, and I will see you back in January for episode 29 of Magic Talks. Have a wonderful Christmas, Happy New Year, and I will see you all in 2021. Take care. Bye.